and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzium.com. And sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. And hello. Hello, hello, hello. We got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad that Drew's on this like hiatus because it keeps the top of the show a little shorter for today because our <laughs> yes. topic is a biggie. Yes, it is. <laughs> We're going to start with our Drewism of the week, which was from an older taping of the show. Our show? <laughs> of our show. Yeah, this is when Drew Barrymore was on <laughs> How Do You Drew. I don't know if you missed it, but no uh, this, this is from behind the scenes. I don't even think it needs any intro. I think we can just yeah. put it right out there, right? she kind of sets <laughs> it all up for us. Let's go. Here we go dealing with a mic pack issue, issue mm-hmm. and I haven't shaved my legs in like six months. So. <laughs> I also don't moisturize, so it's like the bearded dragon with hair down here. So that's attractive. <laughs> a bearded dragon with hair. I get what she's saying. Yeah, I also didn't shave for many, many months in the winter here. So <laughs> I and I just shaved them for the first time like a few weeks ago. So hey, congrats. <laughs> Thanks. Maybe inspired by uh, yeah. Miss Drew Barrymore. Uh, okay, so now we're going to jump into our mail segment. <laughs> You've got mail. Yeah, so I've been saying forever, you know, if anyone leaves a review, we will shout you out. And we learned that we can't see international reviews. We can only see reviews that were left on the American version of Apple Podcasts. But I signed up for a service that would let me view the worldwide ones. Thank goodness. I know. I saw one from a lovely person named Annette that was left way back in November. Sorry, Annette. And Annette is from Australia. Awesome. And I'm glad that you caught it. And Annette, thank you for leaving this. And Annette said, as a longtime Drewby from Australia, this podcast is so informative and a great resource for Drew fans. You guys are a wealth of knowledge and lovely to listen to. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Very much. That was way overdue. <laughs> She's probably like, um, I left one. I know. Liars. No, Annette, thank you. I hope you're still listening despite the fact that we uh, accidentally didn't read your thing earlier. Thank you for leaving that. And if you, anyone else wants to leave reviews, you could also hear your hear your name on our pod. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, we've got a whole backlog, but we'll get you in there. Yes, we do. <laughs> And now we're going to jump into the kind comments corner. Yeah. Just the second time we've done it. And I see that you've pulled something for this week. So what'd you I pull? know. I was like, sorry, I'm not trying to hijack your segment because you came up with this. Oh, no, I love it. Okay. So are you familiar with Jinx Monsoon, drag performer? I think I've heard the name, okay. but not super familiar. Well, Jinx was on Drag Race. So I'm very familiar. And cool. Ross was on Jinx's podcast. They were talking about Drew, of course. Ross Matthews, in case anybody didn't know that. No. <laughs> we're on first name basis with all these people. <laughs> yeah. They talk about Drew, which is really fun. I thought this was cute that Ross said that his husband, who's Dominican, calls Drew a bruja, a witch, because she's so magical. <laughs> and then Jinx had this comment to say that I thought was just really nice. Okay. So here's the comment. All the things thrown at women in the industry she had it thrown at her and here she is still here in the industry and she's like this bubbling fountain of life and joy (laughs) (laughs) i just thought that was such a great description of drew i love it so much and i love that i didn't even think of the kind comments corner being you know it doesn't just have to be 
random people on social media. It's anything that lovely people say about Drew. Yeah. So yay. yay. That was a great poll. Thanks. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. So now to this week in Drew history, you pulled a fun one. So can you tell us about it? Well, yeah, it was actually slim pickings because most of what's coming up in our files for this past week is from the Charlie's Angels Full Throttle promo era. And we already covered that last week. So I was trying to find something a little different. Yep. This is from June 29th, 1989, going way back. Cool. Drew attended the birthday party of photographer Greg Gorman. Um, he had photographed her in 1983 for LA Works, And then mm -hmm. later on, he would photograph her again in 1992 for Movie Line. So cool. Yeah. She attended with her friend Ellie Keats, who uh, you might know if you've read Little Girl Lost. She has a a fake name in that book, but it's Edie. So it's not that secretive. <laughs> ah, so I will just say that this does follow some of the timeline in little girl lost. Since you just mentioned that there is a suicide attempt in the book, and this is right within that timeline. So just a few days before. So that's just kind of an interesting thing to think about. Um, I would not have guessed that she was only 14 here yet. Oh my gosh. But I got to be honest, she looks like she's like 20. I know. Like I knew she wasn't, obviously. She's literally like months older than Mila, my daughter right now. Wow. she looks so much older than her. Of course, despite the fact that we know that this was a hard time in her life, she looks really beautiful. Yeah. The the pictures from this, she just has like a very mature look on her face, wouldn't you say? That's a perfect way of saying it. Yep. And I didn't remember that she was wearing cowboy boots here. Yeah, kind of random. It's not something she did too often. I, I can think yeah. of another picture of her in 1989 wearing them. So probably the same pair. Yeah, probably. Um, but this is a neat poll because it's interesting. We don't have a lot of opportunities to talk about like the 80s and this might be one of our earliest dates that we've pulled to this week in drew history from right we've probably done a couple from her younger like younger kids. yeah it's a very interesting time in her life i'd have to go back and reread but i think she was already living on her own at this time too possibly we're right in that range yeah i don't know exactly when she her emancipation but i know it was that age well her emancipation was actually after this Okay, that's right. Anyways, this is a, a unique one. And um, you guys all have to see just how pretty she looks and how she really doesn't look 14. Because I'm sure we'll share a picture for yeah, this weekend. You know history. it. You guys just go on the episode page. How do you drew.com? Yeah, you have to check it out. This this will this will be a really rich one, by the oh, way. So boy. we'll be plugging the episode page. <laughs> I'm already dreading putting it together. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> Okay, so what's new with Drew? I know you said that she's not really doing much right now, but let's hear what you found. Okay, well, um, she did do a Father's Day post on Instagram that I thought was worth um, reading the caption because I just really liked mm -hmm. it. But I had to laugh because <laughs> on the picture of her dad that she shared, there's like the Google lens little icon. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, Drew, you had to Google this, like, girl, reach out. We have a lot of pictures. We could really help you with these types of things. <laughs> totally. And actually, I, this is probably a good place for me to mention this. So when this was posted, I was actually with longtime Drewby, oh, Anita. Yeah, we have to talk about that. 
Yeah, so I'll just kind of say it here, but I had a chance to meet our dear old Druby friend, Anita, um, and I'd never met her in person. So after more than 20 years, got to meet her in person, and I happened to be with her when this post was made. It was an amazing time, oh. by the way. I should maybe post a picture of us together in the episode Absolutely. page. But thank you. Thank you, Anita, for having me. I know it's strange to just plug it in right here, but it's pretty cool. I'm definitely jealous still making IRL friends from these like old buds. So anyway, so, okay. So yeah, so she made this post and I, I also did notice that little thing. I'm like, up, oh, she just screen capped. <laughs> screen capped a Google picture. Yeah. So do you want me to read what she wrote? Yeah. Okay. So this was a father's day post, as you said, and it was a picture of her father. And here was the caption. I come from wildness. I am wild too. This was my dad. Not everyone today has that picture perfect moment. But that's okay too. I love where I come from. My mom and dad got me here and I am forever grateful to them both. I like that it's just like matter of fact. Mm -hmm. She's not like saying anything about why it was difficult. It's just like, yeah, we don't all have it perfect. Yeah, I I really like those first two lines. I reposted a way cooler picture. Sorry, Drew. (laughs) Drew and her dad, which, you know, there's like two in existence that we've ever seen. Yes. This was one that she'd shared that was on Dateline in 2005. But anyway, and then I just put that. I come from wildness. I am wild too. It's just perfect. It is perfect. Drew, we love it. And then after that, she announced a social media break. But we kind of already noted that that was happening. Like after the whole stupid uh, headline. Wanting her mom to die. Yeah, all that bullshit. Um she kind of went quiet. So we've already noticed she just sort of made it official, which is great. Like, I feel like most summers she does this anyway. So, you know, we'll miss the new content, but you guys come here and we'll give you some Drew content. (laughs) Absolutely. We'll fill in that, that gap. I did think it was funny that of course the like wheel keeps turning when she's gone. (laughs) And there was like a Garnier related post that was made, which, which was really cute. It's like her holding the bunny, but I was like, okay, yeah, you're going on a break, but you know, the team's still working. (laughs) But Garnier is like, uh, you signed a contract that you're going to (laughs) post this picture. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know we, we talk about sometimes like is it her or is it her people yeah you can usually tell like the father's day post is clearly her words like there's no question about that <laughs> absolutely yes and feels like her and everything yeah. howdy, howdy droobies we want to tell you about our sponsor positive medium we've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years and they take care of all of our website needs for the Drusium.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration quite a few times. But then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, And if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us, I I can only imagine. (laughs) I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course.
Okay, so now the big topic of the week. Yeah, glad we got everything else out of the way. Let's jump into this. Oh my gosh, we've been teasing this, thinking about this for a while because this is a huge year in Drew's career. Surprisingly huge year. Huge. 2009, guys. Yep. Wow. And we're here with another year in review. There's just a lot to talk about. (laughs) Yes. I mean, what was our last one, 1992? Yeah, which is one of our most popular episodes, which sort of surprised me. Yeah. So I, I hope that you guys dig this one. Here we go. Okay. So we started off 2009 with Drew's short blonde hair. She had cut it in December 2008, but she kind of began the year with that. And her hair was pretty much relatively short and blonde bob like the whole year. Yeah, this was back in the time where she sort of like would change her hair every year. So you could like look at her hair and say, okay, I know this is from this year. Like, it's so convenient. (laughs) Yes. I also got to say, 2009 is like sort of like the borderline of me still feeling like that's recent. Oh yeah, I know. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And that's probably crazy to all you younger fans. I don't know. This is probably the last time I was like really, really like collecting a lot of clippings. Okay. was around this time. So it's like, I know my 2009 clippings pile is like overwhelming. Oh, well. (laughs) And we'll get into why there would be so many photos. Yes. (laughs) So one of the reasons is that this was a year of looks. Drew is like into looks. If you've been following our Instagram at Drewzium, you know that we put up some really fun polls of all the different looks. I think I got up to like 30, 40, something crazy like that. The beginning of the year, she had a lot of really fun, like 60s inspired styling, Mm -hmm. which I love. And then as the year goes on, she got really like wacky and eclectic. This is during what she always refers to as the hedonistic period with Justin Long. (laughs) And you can see it in a lot of what she wears. Yep, totally. And it's interesting because when you wrote this summary, I was like, but there's that like split second of like hyper elegance that happens right in the middle which we'll get into so stay tuned she also still had her tongue ring which i think she got when they were filming whip it right yes and i spent some time guys don't quote me perfectly on this but i think she had it all the way through june we definitely see it in june and then i think she might have taken it out to film going the distance which And you noted before we started recording that it would have worked for that character. And I agree, but I don't think she has it in that movie. It's been way too long since I've watched it. So yeah, if we're wrong, come and please tell us. But yeah, what I am tracking. I'm also just curious, like maybe if we ever find out from Drew, like, was it a decision that she made that she didn't think that character would have it? Was it like she, you know, talked to the director and they were like, Nah, that doesn't feel like the character to me. Who knows? Yeah, it'd be fun to hear. I was kind of actually surprised by how long she kept it, to be honest. Yeah, same, same. But this was the time in her life where she was just living it, doing things. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So there are a ton of paparazzi candidates this year. She was being followed constantly by the paparazzi. You can definitely see on her face that she is frustrated by it frequently. So we're going to skip a lot of those. But it's wild. Like we could probably track what she was doing most days out of the year because she was photographed that frequently. And there's a lot of small events that we're just going to have to like briefly mention or skip over. There is just so much to cover this year. There is so much. I mean, if there's something that we like didn't talk about that you want us to like go into, just reach out to us and maybe we can go into it as just like a follow-up. Like if there's something you're super curious about, we can always touch on it if you request it specifically. I love that. 
she was editing whip it throughout the year also so they had filmed it the previous year and as you know it was her directorial debut so she was like every day like at the editing like i think <laughs> yeah a lot of the paparazzi is like her outside the editing studio like, totally going to work like they knew she was coming every day <laughs> yes so you can imagine like this is what she's kind of working on this whole year despite the fact that there's lots of other stuff happening oh my god she must have been so busy yes she also had covergirl ads there was really no place chronologically to put those as we don't mm -hmm. really know when they were shot but that campaign was still going on and we got some new really pretty ads during that time and commercials now that I'm thinking about it. Well, this is also the year that your daughter was born and you did talk about the fact that yeah. there was a cover girl ad on TV when you like walked into the hospital, right? Yep. It was like a <laughs> perfect sign that everything was going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> and then just to kind of give you an idea of how big this year was, there are more than 20 magazine covers and we're going to just discuss the major ones, but like that's a big deal. I don't know how it compares to other years. It'd be interesting to look into that at some point to see what year was like her most magazine cover filled year. <laughs> I'm sure 95 has a lot, but covers specifically, that's a lot. Yep. Make sure that you visit. With Drusium, we have a lot of years scanned in. So make sure you go to the 2009 magazines page to check out just how much there was. Because like I said, we're only going to touch on a bit. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that's kind of setting the scene. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into more details now. Let's start with January. So right at the top of the year, and Drew attended a press event for HBO. Um, that was obviously on behalf of promoting Grey Garden. So it was her mm -hmm. and Jessica Lang. And uh, she had her like beautiful new blonde slick hair and just looked adorable and glowy and happy in a yellow dress, which very cute. <laughs> it's very cute. Um, and then we get in the same month, the Golden Globes. So Drew arrived to that in this like stunning Dior couture gown, this yes. light blue gown and this big blonde hair. This is like kind of where the 60s starts to come in. Definitely. And this was on my birthday, by the way, this was the day we were in Disneyland on my birthday. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I yeah. didn't remember that. <laughs> She presented with Jessica Lange the Best Limited Series, Anthology Series, or Television Motion Picture Award, which Grey Gardens actually won the following year in that category. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Totally. But yeah, that's such a fun. I feel like that look was very polarizing. Like some people hated the big blonde hair, but I loved it. It's fun. It's really pretty. I think she's pulling it off beautifully. I really mm -hmm. like that dress too. Yeah, me too. It was a great look for her. And then she starts doing press for He's Just Not That Into You, which is the first of four movies that came out that year that she's in. Yep, four. So we have different press events with, you know, that's a big ensemble movie. So she's doing press with like different members of the cast, like Jennifer Anson, Scarlett Johansson. I think there's some of her with Kevin Connolly. Yes, thank you. Then we move into <laughs> what I had typed as February, but you changed to Feb today. Feb today. <laughs> if you know SNL 99, Celebrity Jeopardy, you know that one. <laughs> that made me laugh really hard. Thank you. Uh, good. <laughs> and we have in February or Feb today, we have the He's Just Not That Into You premiere in Los Angeles. Um, she's got a really cute look here too. Very 60s again with that little flippy ponytail. Yes, I see that you noted there were some cute pictures of her hugging Justin at the after party. There were like mm -hmm. a few pictures of her hugging other people. But I'm like, mm, maybe this is when the seeds were being sown because they'd broken yeah. up. They were broken up at this point. 
but you know, he, they're both in the movie. They see each other at the premiere. Yeah. Sparks are flying. Yeah. Obviously I'm writing fan fiction here, but <laughs> <laughs> just a guess. <laughs> Drew attended or made an appearance on the tonight show with Jay Leno. And we were in the audience for this one, Woo-hoo! but sadly we went so many times. It's they're like a blur in my head. I yeah. can't remember specifically anything about this one. Yeah, I, I think I do kind of remember looking at her and that dress because it was such a like interesting designed dress with this like big bulbous shoulder thing yeah I love it but yeah again I don't remember any details from it and we weren't able to access the video of it immediately to like try to remember something but yes we were in the audience for this one and uh it was always really cool to do yeah that. I was like was this the time that Jay had her sign like one of the cue cards for us I thought that was the first time no, because Jolena was definitely with us when it happened, and she wasn't with us the oh, first few times. so it might have been. It might have been. <laughs> when we got the full Drew Barrymore on the, on the cue card. <laughs> I should explain what I mean by that. When Drew writes her name out fully, we call it the full Drew Barrymore. I don't know if that was from something. Oh, yeah. No, we there was this really, okay, <laughs> tangent already. <laughs> we went to the Donnie Darko director's cut premiere in 2004 in the hopes that Drew would be there, but um, she wasn't, but it was an amazing time. Anyway, we'll talk about that some other time, but there was this really obnoxious guy that was there, like an autograph hound guy. And yeah. he kept bragging about how he'd gotten the full Drew Barrymore, not the, just the DB and like, Again, like an obnoxious person in Hollywood who we still quote to this day. It's kind of funny. (laughs) It's funny. I didn't remember that that's where that came from. (laughs) So then, like, as Ashley said, we get the first release of the year. He's just not that into you. Released February 6th. And it did really well at the box office. I know I saw it in the theater. I know I dragged my partner at the time there. And he was like, why am I going to see this movie? That's like clearly chick flick. (laughs) I remember enjoying the movie, though I don't think I've watched it again. Yeah, I think I've only seen it the one time. Drew has a really small part in it, but Mm -hmm. um, it is a Flower Films production, which is cool. Yeah, I feel like I'll need to watch it again. (laughs) I mean, that reminds me that we did visit Flower Films at that point, and we got like a basket of He's Just Not That Into You stuff. That was the day we went to The Tonight Show. Oh, there we go. That's what happened. Okay, and we got to see the wonderful Chris Miller. He gave us, they had like a bunch, like some big basket of promotional items for He's Just Not That Into You. And he's like, we don't need this. Do you guys want it? We were like, sure. The only thing I can remember from it right now is the candy hearts. Because there were candy hearts that had He's Just Not That Into You themed boxes. Yeah, that's right. Those were really cute. And I feel like there was maybe a magazine in the basket as well. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and I also remember there being like a little nail file and a little like heart-shaped post-its. Just cute stuff. It was really cute. And I know that there was a little tag on it that had a candy heart and then Chris's name on it. Because it was like specifically for him. (laughs) Anyway. He's like, I don't need this swag. Yeah, he's like, we got enough shit here. (laughs) Then Drew did an appearance on Ellen. Again, this is not on the internet. I have like a couple photos and that's it. Like I have no memory of anything they discussed. Sorry. (laughs) We'll have to quickly skip over that. (laughs) And then Drew appeared 
on Saturday Night Live, but just at the bows at the very end, like the thank yous that they do. And there's a couple of things. So it's when Bradley Cooper hosted. So he was in, he's just not that into you as well. So that makes sense that she, I don't know, showed up. But I noticed James Lipton is there as yeah. well. And I remembered that there's this clip of a young Bradley Cooper, like asking a question in the audience as an acting student on inside the actor's studio. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. So I was just like, I wonder if they did like a funny thing. I haven't looked it up. But anyway, just another tidbit for you. Not always Drew related. <laughs> it also made me <laughs> laugh to see James Lipton next to Drew. Yes. <laughs> it of course reminds me of, I am here, I am now. I am now. <laughs> anyway, if you know, you know. Drew attended a Lakers game with the aforementioned wonderful Chris Miller. I love her look at this one. Yes, me too. Although she doesn't really go to a lot of sports games. So it's kind of interesting that, as you'll see, she goes to two this year. Yeah, I know. And she went to one this year. That's true. She went to like a, yeah, another basketball game. Anyway, uh, she went to Vegas with some of the people that she did whip it with, including Kristen Wiig, Alia Shawkat, and costumer Kat Thomas. And there are a couple of cute photos from that. We got our first big cover of the year, which was for Marie Claire, and that had Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Goodwin on it as well to promote He's Just Not That Into You. Really cute, fun pictures. They are cute, and I kind of forget about it because I don't think of, like, Drew having been in a movie with Jennifer Aniston. Totally. Do their characters even overlap in the movie? You know what? And yeah, she was just on with Adam Sandler. Didn't even cross my mind that they'd been in a movie together. No, I don't think they ever interact in that film. But these pictures are very cute. There's some black and white close-ups that I think are particularly cute. Yeah, the black and white ones are my favorites. The one thing I noticed is that the ones of them like sitting where you can see their full bodies really look like those of Young Hollywood issues. Oh, Vanity Fair. They totally do. It's so funny. Like I was almost like, wait, I feel like there should be like 20 other women yes. lined up next to them. And I think Annie Leibovitz usually does those for Vanity Fair, right? It's definitely done some. Oh, that's yes. hilarious. You're so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into March. All right, here we are jumping into March. Okay, so she went on Jimmy Fallon, which at that time was late night, late night, late night with Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. <laughs> and uh, the only thing that really stands out in my memory is she did that lick it for 10. It was a game they used to do and she licked a bowling ball. <laughs> I didn't even remember that, but you've got the picture of the notes and it's really cute. Yeah. And then she was spotted at South by Southwest, which if you don't know, is like a, it used to be just a music festival, but now it's like music and, and film festival in Texas around Austin. And she was spotted there with Landon Pig, who was in with it. There was rumors that they had a little thing. So it's kind of interesting that they were spotted together. But <laughs> yes. Don't get your hopes up because two seconds later, she's at the Grove <laughs> Farmer's Market in L.A., and it's the first time she's seen out with Justin Long again. Yeah. So of course, this started sparking rumors that something might be going on there. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so now Vanity Fair and W are released. They're actually April issues, but of course, they're released in the previous month. So we've got two really beautiful photo shoots oh between gosh. these two. So great. Um, I forget how cool the W ones are. Like, yeah, they're very different. Yeah. Okay. So now, so you told me figure out who all the photographers are. And I was like, <laughs> I got this off the top of my head. I think I know, but now maybe you should like double check it as I say okay. it. <laughs> okay. So the Vanity Fair ones, I believe were done by Norman 
The guy who did the Neiman Marcus ads in 2011. Norman Jean Roy. Yep, Norman Jean Roy. And then I believe the W ones, this can just be like a game in this episode. I think the <laughs> W ones were done. Oh shoot, it just left my mind. Oh my God, I just had it. I just had it. I don't even know who this is. Mert and Marcus? Oh, that was, damn it. That's who I was going to guess. Okay. Mert and Marcus, they did the Masoni shoot. They oh. did um, that really cool 2005 Another Magazine. Oh God. Yeah. They do good shit with her. Oh, that's really cool. I think the reason it's really unique is probably like her eye makeup. Yeah. Her eyebrows are like missing, which is. Yes, they are. And you don't usually notice eyebrows. So I was wondering if you noticed that. (laughs) I think her, like her eyebrows, they like put makeup on them and made them like more blonde. Definitely. But it's a great shoot. Let's jump into April. All right. So Drew went on the Ellen DeGeneres show again don't have any memories of this except that she shared a really sweet picture of herself backstage with Flossie that is one of my absolute favorite pictures of them together ever so cute Flossie and I like I really like the dress she wore I don't remember the episode it's really pretty yeah and she still had like the 60s kind of beehive thing going on which is yeah it's that picture of her with Flossie is really cute. Um, there are a few pictures of her with Flossie this year, so point out a couple of them. And then she went to a World Food Program event, which if you don't know, Drew was an ambassador for the World Food Program. So she had like a role there, which I don't really know exactly what that meant, but she was quite um, involved with them still like at this point. Yeah, this was like deep in it. And then? And then she went on Regis and Kelly, which again, don't remember at all. But this is one of my favorite looks of the year. Me too. And it lost pathetically in our polls. I was shocked. So she's got this like long black and white dress on red heels. But what I love is her hair is up in these really cool braids. Mm -hmm. She like never does. And then she's wearing safety pin, giant safety pin earrings. Yep. I love it so much. Love, love. I, I love that you pointed out. I didn't realize you pointed out the exact same elements. Yes. It's such a good look. It's so good. And we'll see later on that she did a photo shoot on the same day, same look for USA Today. Yes. And I was wondering, like, was this look for Regis and Kelly or was it for the magazine? Oh, for the photo yeah. shoot. Interesting. That's fun. But it's it's a really good look. She's, I mean, like, like Ashley said at the beginning, this is a year of looks. Oh, you boy. <laughs> Oh, speaking of. Oh my God. Do I get to present this one? (laughs) Okay. So this is like, yeah, genuinely one of our favorites ever, ever, ever. So the Grey Gardens, New York premiere. Yeah. Literally it makes us squeal. So I'm not, I don't think I think Asian really tried to describe it, but I will. So I feel like it has like a flappery (laughs) 1920s look to it or earlier because the style is like, Oh, it's so ex- like it's extravagant in like the most wonderful way. It's got like a lot of sequins on it. It's kind of a champagne color, and then her hair has these finger waves. Oh, what else? What else do you want to say about she has it? A little, what do you call those? A little face net. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's got like a hair thing that then like a net that goes over her face, which so is kind of like oh, just so flapper, cool. Pre flapper. Yeah, it's. I don't know what's so stunning about it. But I, I don't think we should even try to do it justice anymore. <laughs> okay. I give up. But you just found a really interesting note that I did not remember. Yes. Landon Pig, who we mentioned earlier, huh. maybe came with her to that premiere. They very much look arm in arm here. 
Yeah. But maybe she's a, maybe she's a hanging out with Landon and Justin and just figuring out life. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And if you want to hear my really embarrassing story about meeting Landon, uh, make sure you listen to our Whip It episode, (laughs) which is split in two, episode four and five. Um, But anyways, yeah, I thought that was interesting. It is. (laughs) Uh, Moving on, she went on David Letterman, and this is actually, I believe, her second to last time ever on that show. She was also on in 2010, and that was it. So it's kind of like the end of an era. It was such a special relationship. Yeah, this is the outfit that won over the Regis and Kelly Braids and safety nuts. Cars. I know. I don't like this one personally. I mean, it's it's <laughs> fun, but it's like more high fashion. She's got like really really puffy sleeves. It's a good look, but there's no way it's better than the Regis one. Sorry, yeah. everyone. <laughs> I don't like this version of a braid where she's got her hair slicked back in like a braided bun. Yeah, not my my Drew look. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay, now we've got some Grey Gardens press happening. This is a really cute look, and I think that's like the only reason why it's good to put it in. Is this amazing like black dress? It's actually like a dark purple. Oh, okay. It's, it's hard to tell plant. in this picture. Yeah. Okay, even better than an eggplant dress with this these big sunglasses, mm-hmm. which really kind of like lock in the sort of sixtiesness of it. I love them. She has so many good dresses this year. I don't, yeah, like where were these all coming from? It's incredible. Who was her stylist? And like, what? You know, this is so good. We should really find that out. It could have been Kent Cummings because I know he was doing like wardrobe at the time. And he's like, he's hanging out with her at this time. It could have been him. Man, we should find out. That'd be amazing. Yeah, this is just a really great, great look. Have we mentioned there's a lot of looks this year? <laughs> I mean, we're going to keep saying it's another great Here, look. <laughs> here's another one right now. She went to the Grey Gardens LA premiere. Love this one. You love this more than I do. Okay. She has this huge, again, like big 60s blonde hair with this one had long extensions in it too and this really cool white flowy gown totally backless which drew loves her back that's one of her favorite features um and then this like giant turquoise and orange sort of beaded around the collar oh i just love this one and like a massive turquoise ring like it's it's huge it looks like it's like it weighs a pound. I'm just kidding, but it's like really heavy. This was definitely like her big ring era as well. <laughs> yeah, she was in that on and off for a while for yeah. sure, but a lot of cool jewelry. Um, I'm actually a bigger fan of the next look than I oh, am of the previous one. Okay. I think that what I love is the color of this dress. Like, oh, of course, this is like my favorite color. This like, I don't even know what you'd call it. Is it a sage green? No, it's too it's dark. It's like a dark sage green. Okay. Dusty green. But it's for the a panel discussion for Grey Gardens. And it's, again, stunning. She also had a cool little, like, feather headpiece in her hair for that. You can't see it in here, but I remember I had a, a headband that was similar, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> okay, and then we get our second movie release of the year, Grey Gardens, released yeah. on HBO rather than in theaters. Um, and it was released on April 18th. And mm-hmm. I... Personally, I mean, we'll obviously do a huge Grey Gardens episode, but I remember I had to, at this time, because this was like pre-streaming and all that shit, guys, I had to go get a cable box in order to get HBO in order to watch this. 
Oh my god! The dedication I had it this time. Oh my god! <laughs> and I just casually somehow went to a screening in Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't remember that. I like literally when I read this note, and I was like, I think I saw that in a theater. So I did, and I'm pretty sure Jolena went with me. And I looked wow. in my email to find that I saw it on April 14th, and it came out on April 18th. So I was that like, is oh. so cool. I mean, it was really cool to see it in a theater. I need to watch that movie again. Like you said, we'll do an episode about it eventually. But this is an incredible, this is the best movie of that year and probably one of her best movies ever. Oh, you're going to put it higher than Whip It? Hmm. Hmm. Marlon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now... On the day of the release, which I kind of love, she was yes. at Coachella with Justin Long, Alia Shawkat, and Brent Kyle, who used to work with her. I think I think we've talked about Brent a bit. Oh, yeah. We've talked about him a lot. One of the notable things he did, I, th- I think, we did talk about that he designed her thank you tattoo. I mean, sorry, her breathe tattoo. No, but you know why you thought that? Because there's something in his writing that says thank you. I know. Yeah. And then he also, did he design the um, like credits for Whip It? I think so, because they're also very similar to the Best Coast video. That's and right. Then, and so you made that, like, I think you kind of made that correlation. Yeah. I think he also designed the current Flower Films logo. Ah, yes. Because it looks a lot like her breathe tattoo, actually. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So anyway, on to the next. Let's just talk about some of the newspapers and magazines that came out this month. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a lot. So there was a little feature in the LA Times for Great mm-hmm. Gardens. There's one, as we said, in USA Today. Luckily, yeah. we got both of these because newspapers are – they're there and they're gone. You miss yes, them. Yes, they are. <laughs> um, one of our absolute favorites, which is LA Weekly. The photographer, oh. I can tell you, is Kevin Scanlon. I think we both love this cover, like, an immense amount, right? Yeah, like – I can't even explain. I think at some point we did something on our website where we were like set our favorite covers, right? Because I think I have this in the top. I think you're right. Ooh, that would be a fun episode. It's not there now. Oh, it's not on our website anymore? (laughs) It's something we lost maybe? Yep. That would be a fun episode to do our favorite covers. Yes, it would. And this is like in my top covers ever. Me too. Also, Flossie is on the cover in the background. That's part of the reason. I love it. It's so good. She just looks like such a cool badass. Yeah. And again, this is like one week in one city you can get this. So I don't know who you must have hooked me up with this one. I was well, thank God. I probably did, but with this, I remember one thing that was really sweet is that one of my my ex partner's roommates got me a copy and oh. like brought it home and was like, I found this. I'm like, oh thank you so much. Like anytime someone I just gotta say, like Ashley and I have talked about this kind of privately before, but there was a time when we like, you know, would tell everybody if you ever see something a Drew, like save it for me. But it doesn't really, as adults, it doesn't really happen that much anymore. Like definitely not naturally. People just don't think about it. No. <laughs> when somebody helps our collecting, it's like, you don't have any idea how much it's that very means sweet. to us. Yeah. I'll present this one, but I feel like I associate this with you. Maybe because oh. it's kind of mermaidy. Yeah. So Drew was on um, the cover of Elle magazine, but what's really incredible is the actual feature inside. So who's the photographer of this? I figured you've got to know. I think it's Alexi. It's definitely Alexi. Last name, I think, is Hay. <laughs> I can verify for you. Okay, here we go. Let me Let's see. see if I'm right. Alexi Hay. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> So yeah, I'll just kind of just briefly say, if you haven't seen this, you have to see it. It's Drew in like 
flowy dresses underwater. Uh, this is a really special photo shoot. Really special. Really amazing. Oh, it'd be so cool to see like behind the scenes. Have we ever seen any behind the I scenes? I think there was a video. I feel like I can remember like a picture of her standing outside of the pool, but I also might've totally made that up. That would be fun to find. Boy, I hate that things just appear from the internet. (laughs) I know. As an archivist, I'm like, how can we fix this? Yeah, it's awful. (laughs) Um, And then there was just a feature inside of In Style with Jessica Mm -hmm. Lang, really cute pictures by Peggy Serrata. Oh, Peggy Serrata. Yeah, and she'll come back later this year for another fun shoot. Awesome. These are really cute. Yeah, they're adorable. I will say, I feel like in a couple of these shoots, like the USA Today and the In Style, it's her and Jessica Lange together. And they just look like they had a really cool and lovely relationship. Yeah, they definitely bonded making that movie. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, so now we're jumping into May. Um, You noted that Drew had some long blonde hair extensions for a second, and there were a lot more candidates with Justin. So we see that relationship developing. Yeah, bye, Landon. (laughs) (laughs) Again, she went to a Lakers game with Chris Miller. Really cute pictures of her, like, cheering along and stuff. I just really love I love her necklace, too, that huge, again, huge story. That huge, like, geode. Is that what you would call that? Yeah, geode is probably the right word. And I love those huge high-heeled sandals she's wearing. Incredible. She's got a lot of, like, really fashionable shoes this year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You may have heard us talk about this on episode 12, our tattoo episode, but... Right around here somewhere, Ashley figured out that her bird tattoo appeared. Yeah. Somewhere right in this, you know, mid-year. Right here in May, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) And we don't know anything about it. We don't know why. We don't know the story. And we also don't know why it's printed in Rebel Homemaker at the (laughs) beginning and end of the book. Mysterious. (laughs) Then Drew, you know, like I said, we're not going to talk about a lot of the paparazzi shots, but... We do have to mention that she was photographed outside the Flower Films offices that were at that time on Santa Monica Boulevard. RIP missed those offices. Yeah. But she was photographed wearing the iconic My Boyfriend is Out of Town tee, which we talked about <laughs> extensively in our last episode. Yep. And I love the picture you dropped in because we see Flossie following closely behind her. And I've now mentioned Flossie twice, so I'm going to remind you. Listen to episode seven of our podcast where we talk all about the pets, including sweet baby Flossie. We love you, Flossie. I wish we had met Flossie. (laughs) I know. Oh, it feels like we should have. I know. (laughs) I feel like we knew Flossie even though we didn't. Yeah, it did. She was such a part of Drew's life. Yeah. Drew went to a bunch of concerts in this year as well, besides just festivals. She also attended the Kills. And you found out this was at the Henry Fonda Theater in LA, which she kept going to for some reason. Maybe she had like a season pass. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, so there are like at least three that we'll take note of that are like all there randomly. Drew went to Palm Springs with Chris Miller. I know Chris Miller like owns a home there now. So I don't know how I long know, he's owned that funny. home. I thought that too. And Flossie was there with her. So there were some paparazzi pictures of Drew with dear Flossie once again. Oh, we love it. Then Drew attended a Prop 8 rally. So if you guys don't know, this was a proposition that was going 
up in California. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can describe it better than I can, but it, w- it was definitely like an anti-gay movement of some sort, right? Yeah. It, I mean, I think it had to do with gay marriage, maybe specifically. Yeah, I think you're right. What helped me remember that is they called it prop hate. Okay. But basically it was like something to do with marriage, same-sex marriage. Okay. Yeah. I think it actually like passed and then it was repealed. It was a mess, but yeah, yeah. Drew went to this rally. Yeah. So she went to this one with Chris Miller and Brett Kyle and uh, she'd also attended one in 2008. So just, you know, Drew is all about equality and she definitely has so many gay friends and like she's, she's an ally 100 yeah, she did like a speech at this and i just love her blue eyeliner under her eyes. yeah just had to note that <laughs> okay so then and we're just jumping right there's so much stuff we could get into but we're just going ahead keep going full boom, speed boom. <laughs> okay so she attended the lupus la orange ball where she presented an award to the president of fox searchlight nancy utley who was the um, company who released whip it so it makes sense that she was involved in this even though it seems like such a random event it definitely was random until i looked that up and i was like oh, okay i see yeah <laughs> makes sense we're back at the fonda theater seeing green day with justin and brent and we're in june now by the way oh yes thank you thank you we're in june <laughs> and drew's wearing that plaid dress question mark <laughs> i know i was like is it like pants at the bottom she's definitely wearing a tie-dye leggings under it but she wore this plaid thing again two different times mm-hmm. one where it was styled much cuter than this i think in 2010 maybe and then again okay. when she was pregnant with olive which is pretty funny oh that's so cool she had, like the big belly going with it such a random garment but it does have lots of space so it makes sense that it would be like a comfy cozy thing yeah that's true and then she attended a hurt locker sneak preview which it, when i looked it up it looks like it was just for cast and crew so it's kind of cool they had you know i know i wonder why she was going to this i would love yeah, to figure no that idea. out you should think about it <laughs> yeah but it was at the egyptian and she went with justin and i made a note here i think you mentioned this earlier we went to the egyptian for the donnie darko director's cut premiere almost exactly five years before this yeah. anyway anyway okay another <laughs> concert again this is at the fonda oh my god i love that you looked this up isn't that funny? Yeah. So she attended a Peaches concert. Peaches has a song on the Whippet soundtrack, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And minimum, we know that Scarlett Johansson and Elliot Page were there as well. And there's a really sweet picture. I feel like you should share the one where she's like snuggling up with Peaches. Yeah, that's a great picture. Looks like backstage. It's really cute. Maybe because it's like very casual. Yeah, I don't know. she looks adorable. She just looks like herself yep. in all the best ways. And then more music. So then she, we talked about this actually. Yeah. Drew and Justin attended Bonnaroo, which we talked about briefly a couple episodes ago. Oh, because it was one of the things that popped up for the date. Yeah, it was on this week in Drew history. Yeah. And also Kent, who worked with her at Flower Films and maybe was her stylist this year. And Eddie, who also worked at Flower Films, attended with her. And as we mentioned briefly in a couple episodes ago, Drew kind of popped on stage when Jimmy Fallon had something going on there. Drew's got this like feather in her hair and metallic makeup. Yeah, so I love that the metallic makeup continues on. She went to Miami with Justin and she's got the same sort of weird face paint going on at a Miami Marlins game. Marlin. <laughs> Marlin. <laughs> you guys know that from 54 States. Anne always thinks it's really funny. So now it makes me laugh. But wow, this was a look. She has like a shark on her head. She, <laughs> she 
she's got like a jersey tied up and she's got the face paint as mentioned she's got crazy aviator sunglasses her tongue ring the glasses look like old elvis yeah you're right it's not aviator it's their elvis like party city looking (laughs) (laughs) they totally have like like it's part of an elvis costume (laughs) she looks like she's having a great time yeah if if this was a disguise it's drawing attention to her for sure (laughs) for sure Okay, so now we jump into July and August, and we're grouping those together because this was primarily when she was filming Going the Distance in New York, so there are, like, lots of paparazzi pictures. Lots. Um, you made a note that Charlie Day might have, like, talked about that yeah, on Justin's podcast. I feel like when he was on and when we do a Going the Distance episode, I'll make sure this is – I'm remembering accurately, but I feel like he said, like – one of his biggest memories of filming that movie was just that there was constantly paparazzi, paparazzi. photographing mostly Drew, but also of course, Drew and Justin, because yes. they still hadn't admitted they were back together. <laughs> so there are lots of fun pictures of her on set in various costumes. Yeah, like <laughs> fun style. I really like her style in that movie. Me too. And as we said before, we think she might've removed her tongue ring before this film, but it'd be funny to like watch it and be like, oh, there it is. Yeah, we got to figure it out. <laughs> now this is a new project. Yep. So let's move on to September. So Drew was on the cover of Time Out New York, which is a really cool feature that was photographed by Stuart Shining. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. You know, this magazine featured some of Drew's personal photography, which is so fun. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I always liked the part of the shoot where she's like, quote unquote, in the darkroom. So there's all these photos with a red light. They're so cool. (laughs) We always love seeing her photography, of course. Of course. And then Drew appeared on 60 Minutes with Anderson Cooper. I do not remember this, but I think it was a pretty cool interview. This one actually is online. This is on YouTube okay. on 60 Minutes actual account. So okay. you can watch that one. But some of it, it takes place in New York. They go to the Barrymore Theater. And then they also have segments that are in the LA flower offices that Ashley mentioned earlier on Santa Monica. That screen cap you posted in there, is that just the walls in the flower yeah, office? Yeah, it's like up the stairs. Do we know what all the stuff on the wall is? Um, she talked talks about it they're all just like film stills that inspire her so like they go into another office that's totally plastered in the same sort of thing oh my gosh so cool so cool i need to rewatch we'll link to it and then so then the whip it tour starts so boy now she's just like going nonstop. she must have been so exhausted this month i mean what you know it's wild here all right take a deep breath because we're gonna go on the whip it tour <laughs> and there is an awesome video that omar lagda who has worked with drew on video forever he did this great featurette on this tour we'll link to that as well um so she started in boston and this is where she premiered the black tips of her hair which she has stated is like her favorite hairstyle she ever did Really? Yeah. And I love that look, her first look here where she's has that like red plaid and a skirt and thigh highs and man, she just looks so hot. <laughs> yeah. She was leaning into like, kind of like a, um, like a high fashion punk Absolutely. look during this. And she always looked so good. So good. <sighs> I know. Clearing having so much fun with her fashion. And then she went to just a bunch of various cities in Michigan, which is part of where they filmed Whip It. So she did like Q&As and interviews. She went to radio stations. She did this like big event with a bunch of derby girls, like a lot that was going on. Yeah. And she was just really getting it out there for her directorial debut Yeah, because we continue. So she went to Canada for some TV appearances And then we get the Toronto International Film Festival where they had a panel and a premiere. 
And this is a really incredible look that she had for the Toronto International Film Festival. Oh, again, can't believe this lost in our polls. This is one of my favorite dresses she ever wore. It's the Alexander McQueen yellow and black, kind of like a bee, kind of like a spider web. It's just so fun. (laughs) It's funny how those things like kind of like a bee, kind of like a spider web. It's like imagining somebody like trying to imagine it from those descriptions. Come to HowDoYouDrew.com and look at the episode gallery, okay? Yeah, check it out. But I love that, like, the entire cast was there for this. Like, every person, no matter, like, how small their part seemed, seems to be there. It's so fun. So great. I also love how Andrew Wilson looks like he just walked off the beach. Like, (laughs) (laughs) not red carpet ready at all, but love it. Uh, (laughs) It Yeah. his character. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Okay, the tour continues. Drew went to Chicago, and one thing that was notable there is she got to sing Take Me Out to the Ball game at baseball game, obviously, with some derby girls, which was really cute. I remember the footage of that. She looks, like, so embarrassed, but she's having fun. (laughs) (laughs) She also then went to Texas, Dallas, and Austin to do more, like, appearances, Q&As, meet and greet stuff. Um, I do remember this, but only vaguely so she was on the tonight show with jay leno and they did a segment with drew racing this car and i think it was like some some like it was like a honda or something or like an electric car i don't remember why this happened but it's really cute it is really cute and the green cap that you put in (laughs) she like has like a very determined look on her face i know made me laugh and then she attended the Emmys. She was nominated for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Limited or Anthology Series or Movie for Great mm-hmm. Gardens. And she's wearing a beautiful blush-colored gown. This is much more reserved for this time in her. Yes. It's kind of funny because she goes from all these like super punk, eclectic, wacky looks. And then she pops out with this. I'm always like, wait, this is 2009? <laughs> Almost doesn't feel like the same time. The black tips seem to have disappeared. Yeah, they're definitely cut off at this point. And she attended this with Justin Long, like very much as a couple. And she did lose out on that award, but she lost to her co-star, Jessica Lange. So bittersweet, I guess. Yeah, second best is like losing to the person you were acting alongside in a film. So that's really cool. And now we have a couple of talk show appearances. She's on Ellen for the third time this year. What? Wild. Okay, and then she also was on Conan O'Brien. And like we said, like, so now the black tips are gone. So she's got like a little bit more of like a cropped blonde bob. And I love the texture of her hair. Yeah. It's just got like a wavy, nice texture yeah, to it. Yeah, it's fun. So I think the only reason why I don't love the black tips is because she generally had her hair like stick straight. Oh. And I'm not generally a fan of her hair stick straight, even though it's a really fun That's look. funny because the ones with the black tips with the straight, I prefer more than the like poofy ones. <laughs> But I think it's just like, maybe I don't like the black tips as much because I don't like the uh, the stick straight <laughs> anyway. The same day as she filmed both those appearances, she did a With It Q&A event that we were invited to but couldn't go. I was eight months pregnant. I don't remember why I didn't go. There must have been a weird reason. But I feel like Jolina went. Jolina and my sister Amanda went in our places. Yeah. Because Chris like invited us basically. Where the hell was I? I don't remember. But oh, I think you were out of town. 
I mean, I had to have been. But uh, it, that was cool because, again, like most of the cast members were there, even Harmar Superstar, which is so funny. I think it was also like a derby yes. event, right? It was like at a derby place. I think the L.A. Derby Dolls, like they did like a an, like a show, like yeah. they did their event and then the Q&A. Yeah, I wish we'd gotten to go to this, but <sighs> so cool. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, so now we have a Whip It Press Junket, which is a very simple look, but I love it. Do you? Yes. Not one of my favorites. We definitely have different tastes sometimes. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but I don't know why I think her look is so cute. Maybe it's the picture that you posted in here, but I, I like it. a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she attended, of course, the Whip It premiere in LA. So they had like the Toronto International Film Festival premiere, and this was the other, like the real one, I guess. I'm not a fan of this look. This is one of my least favorites of the year um, because I don't like when Drew slicks her hair back. <laughs> and I made a note. Oh, you did? Almost looks like the 2001 slicked back yep. hair. So this, this is funny. I didn't really realize that like my distaste, I don't really want to use that word, but whatever, for the straight stick straight hair comes from like 2001 stick straight blonde hair. Oh, And then I think the slicked back 2001 hair that you don't love is the same year. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, but I think it, (laughs) what did I put? I said the hair here almost has the slicked back 2001 look, but achieves cuteness. So I actually like it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And and I don't really like her dress very much either. I don't know. Just not one of my favorite looks, but um, seems like a great night. There's really cute photos of her with Nancy Javonin and Steven Spielberg came. Just really nice that he was supporting her. I'm sure that was probably like a huge deal for her to premiere her film in LA, her hometown. I do love the photo of her standing in front of the audience, like probably giving an introduction. I want to know what theater is. Why do I feel like it was the um, Kodak? The Grauman's Chinese theater. I don't know why I said Kodak. That's what I meant. (laughs) That's right. I mean, they're in the same place. Yeah, they're literally right there. Okay, so then Drew was on the Today Show. I don't remember this at all, but the picture you posted in here has got people dressed as Hurl Scouts, basically, yeah, right? I don't remember this either, but I recognize the woman directly to Drew's left was kind of like the main stunt coordinator for all the derby stuff. Oh, cool. The funny thing about this appearance, the only thing that's notable to me is she's wearing that top <laughs> that she wore like several times way back in like 2003. And I think one other time. Yes. We love a wardrobe recycle from Drew. I'm sorry. I'm just noticing how tired she looks. I know. She really does. I mean, she's just been going, going, going. So this is a crazy thing. This is the day after the LA premiere of Whip It. Oh my God. And today's show is always filmed really early. Yeah. In New York, three hours ahead. Like she probably barely slept. Poor Drew. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, Then we get a bunch of more fun newspaper press I just feel like it's worth mentioning because they're yeah. so like here and then gone um she was on the cover of parade which is like an insert that used to be in newspapers and then yep. really cool features in the LA Times and the New York Times that I yep. just love those photo shoots yeah I especially love the New York Times when it it really taps into that like punk look yep. I think it's like the cover of that is really cool and then more features. So we've got a cover of In Style that's an October issue, you know, like we said before, is would have been released in September. Do you know who the photographer is of this? That one is Reagan Cameron. Okay, so there's some really cute ones on the inside. I feel like In Style 
covers are often like, okay. And then the inside stuff is really cool. So true. So there's some really neat ones of her on like a motorcycle or like a scooter. I know it sounds random, but it's cool. (laughs) But they're, they're cool. Yeah. You just have to see them. There's a few really cute ones. And then there's the Marie Claire cover, which was done by Peggy Serrata again. That's why I said she was coming back. Yeah. Elliot Page is on the cover with Drew on this one. And there's fun photos of them inside. I remember the one of them kissing caused like a big stir. It's so silly. <laughs> yeah, of course it did, though. People are like, what? That's so dumb. Um, yeah, I like what they did with these pictures a lot. Okay, I just I just realized. So you said it's Peggy Serrata, right? Uh-huh. So the one of her like holding the flower on her head. And then she's like looking to one side. It kind of reminds me of another Peggy Serrata shot from 98 from teen people yeah like one of the teen people pictures like is yeah. she kind of looking up and over like yeah, that and she has her bangs in her face her fake bangs <laughs> maybe we want to like compare those because okay. i think it'd be really cute i'm following you i get it <laughs> <laughs> okay so then there was a feature inside of nylon magazine which i think that magazine is probably long gone i haven't thought about that magazine Gotta in so be. long i like that one though but this is an awesome shoot any idea who this photographer was? Danielle. The last name starts with an L. She also did the Crocs ads. She also did... Levitt. Yeah, Danielle Levitt. She also did some Barrymore Wines later on in the life yeah. of Barrymore Wines. <laughs> oh, random. So totally different vibes than the other times. Yeah. Oh, these are so cool. I always like her stuff. But We've got some cool outtakes from that. I love how she's wearing like gold handcuffs as a bracelet in one of those pictures oh yeah and then one of our favorites we already went in depth on this but this would be for versus magazine the fall winter issue that was done by the wonderful ellen von unworth we have a whole episode about their collaborations it's our number 28 yeah this is a great whip it themed shoot there's multiple covers every single picture is so good oh my god every single one I forgot there were multiple covers. Yeah, so you had to like get like you can find the one with Drew, but then it's got um, Elliot Page and Zoe Bell and Juliette Lewis. They were all there doing the shoot and they're just really fun derby inspired pictures. That's so special. And that magazine's oversized. Gigantic. So it's like dreamy as hell. (laughs) Okay. There's so much stuff that I'm like, I just want to gush about that again. I know. I can't believe that was all September. I was like, yeah totally thinking we were almost done (laughs) yeah I don't I don't even remember us saying September that's how long it was okay so now (laughs) we're jumping into October and we have the third release of the year whip it which was released on October 2nd so cool I totally remember going to see that in the theaters I was like I said very pregnant and for some reason I was obsessed with HGTV at the time and it was really hard (laughs) for me to turn it off to go see whip it I don't know what was wrong with me So funny. Drew went on the early show. They definitely did like some sort of roller skating feature because then during the interview, she's wearing roller skates. You can watch that interview, but it's not that exciting. Okay. (laughs) Um, And then she's on Jimmy Fallon's show again, which this was a fun episode. I remember. I don't remember a lot about it, but speaking of roller skating, I think she like roller skated through like the hallways of the studio. It was to set like a Guinness Book of World Records 
for the most pies in the face while on roller skates, something like that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So in this shot you have, she's got like a whipped cream all over her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's wearing a late night Jimmy Fallon t-shirt. I know. And I actually saw candidates of her earlier in the year wearing that shirt, which is really cute. That is really cute. Um, and then we get her hosting Saturday night live for sadly the last time, the sixth and last as of now, hopefully that changes. Yeah. I'm like, she's in New York all the time now. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. It's a fun one. It's not one of my favorites, but there's definitely some good stuff in there. I think the most notable thing is probably when she's in the gilly. Yeah. But yeah, come on. Saturday Night Live have Drew on again. <laughs> Way overdue. <laughs> now we're in November and there's another movie coming up. So we've got Everybody's Fine, the LA premiere at AFI Fest. And yeah. she's wearing this really pretty purple dress. She doesn't wear a lot of purple. She doesn't wear a lot of purple. Yeah, it's like that. The other thing that you mentioned earlier, and when I saw this, I thought of the... Actually, it's funny. It also has every... <laughs> 1997. Yeah, everyone says I love you. I'm following <laughs> you. I got you. Yeah, that that look was uh, the winner in our poll, but I was surprised at what it beat. We'll get to that. Anyway, okay. and then the only reason I'm going to note these candids of the paparazzi, but um, you'll see why she was in Miami with Justin and she's with a group. And it's funny because her friends are like photographing the photographers. And <laughs> But two things are notable. Number one, she's wearing that crayon shirt that she wore a lot in 2004. So again, oh, yeah. I love that. But also that um, the wonderful Mr. Daniel Howell, her hairdresser from the Drew Barrymore show, Mr. Daniel, he's in these pictures, which I thought was fun because I'm not really sure when they started working together, but this seems early to me. So I was excited to see his face. He seems so sweet. (laughs) Yep. And shockingly, now we're to December already. That just shows how short (laughs) this is compared to the others. I know. And in December, we've got now the Everybody's Fine premiere in New York. And this is a really cool look. And I think this is what you wanted to get to, right? Yeah, I'm just surprised that the purple LA premiere one beat out this really fun sequin. Sequin. She's wearing tights, like black tights. And her hair was really just like a great, like choppy bob. I just really like it. It's a really cute look. Yeah. And I like this picture of her sandwich between Justin Long and Sam Rockwell because we love them both. And that's how she, she met Justin and they're really good friends. Have you ever seen that really weird video that they put online a long time ago? It's probably like from MySpace or something. And Sam is Batman and Justin is Robin. I don't remember this. <laughs> and like Robin's trying to go on a date. But Batman like is showing up and making it really awkward. <laughs> what? It's really funny. I'm gonna have to find it. But it's like you can tell it's really old. Like it's you know the quality of it. Whatever. I hope you find it. I, I really think I will. See I feel this. like I saw it only a couple years ago. Again, like I went and seeked it out and I found it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, we love them both, and like they have a very similar sense of humor. Yes, I was just gonna say like their delivery and their humor is. I love both of them. <laughs> and the other thing I do re- remember, and this is just a tidbit, is that Philip Seymour Hoffman was also a really good friend of Sam Rockwell's. Yes. And I've heard Justin Long talk about like how yeah. amazing it was to meet Philip Seymour I've Hoffman. I've heard that too. That's funny. Rest in peace. We get the fourth and final release of the year, Everybody's Fine, came out on December 4th. And then Drew got to be around Steven, Mr. Steven Spielberg, her uh, godfather. 
I just want to say this again, because I feel like people don't understand yes. about him being the godfather. Please do. He didn't know her when she was a baby. <laughs> he became her godfather. Quote unquote. Sort of as a title only after they did E.T. Yeah. Anyway, she presented Steven Spielberg with American Democratic Legacy Award, which sounds like a big deal. Yeah, I don't really know what is. it is. <laughs> but yay, Steven. Yay, Drew. It's funny how often she wore the silhouette that year, a strapless dress that then comes down to like the knees. Like she yeah. wore it a lot. <laughs> it would be kind of funny to like be like, okay, one, two, three. There's at least three off the top of my head. Okay, so now just a quick run through of this crazy year. I mean... This was kind of a whirlwind, but she released four full-length films. What other year is like even close to that? 98, there might be 98 and 95 have three. So I'm pretty sure this is the most ever. Yeah. So what's cool is that like in those four films, we have her directorial debut and a film that earned her two awards the next year in Grey Garden. So I'm like, this is a big deal. Big deal. And as we mentioned, she was on over 20 magazine covers and she got a tattoo. Yeah. And she was dating Justin again, which was like, you know, that was a big relationship in her life. So this is a big year for her. Even though they like never wanted to admit it. It was very obvious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in fact, I even remember in that uh, Whip It tour video, there's a brief shot at the Toronto International Film Festival where they like kiss. They show Justin there and they like have a really sweet moment where he's like congratulating her. It's adorable. <laughs> That's really sweet. Big year. Big looks big every day being photographed like just wild and we had to give it its own episode because it was a really fun time to be a fan man we get no content right now but we got a lot then (laughs) yes we sure did and I don't really necessarily remember being overwhelmed by the amount of stuff that was coming out me neither I think it was just kind of like finally because we had had the big 98 99 and then it was like we were just well, waiting 2000 was of oh course God. a little overwhelming don't even t- I want to talk about 2000 <laughs> we don't want to talk about charlie's angels magazines <laughs> no, <laughs> too, many, if you, too many if you know you know <laughs> if you don't you might never know because we'll never want to talk about it i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah a charlie's angels episode is a little intimidating to me but yeah. that's gonna be a biggie anyway yeah <laughs> what do you guys like about this year? Tell us. And if you want us to talk about any of these specific movies, like we said, we already did Whip It, but um, I feel like Great Gardens could be a good one to tackle pretty soon. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, that we, we've already like gushed about it in multiple instances. Yeah. So that might be coming soon for those of you who have stuck around to, towards the end of the episode. <laughs> you made it to the end of the year. We like to give you some little treats. Yeah. So thanks, you guys, for listening all the way through. And then, of course, we would appreciate, as we said, if you could rate a review. But uh, also come follow us on Instagram at How Do You Drew Pod, where we'll post things about the podcast. And then we also have our account at Drewzium, where we post all kinds of other Drew stuff just constantly. I try to do it almost every day. Yes. We have a Twitter account at How Do You Drew Pod, but Twitter, the only reason I like it is because you can post GIFs. <laughs> That's the only reason I've been sort of using it a little bit when I think about it. Because <laughs> I'm great. like, oh, I have the perfect gift for this one. <laughs> um, speaking of our content on the internet, make sure you visit our website, howdoyoudrew.com, which is hosted on our OG, The Drewzium. And make sure you send listener mail to howdoyoudrewpod at gmail.com. And my question to take us out today is what's your favorite candy bar? Ooh, 
I go back and forth between Twix and Kit Kat. Mm. If we're going like a bar, if we're going just mm-hmm. like candy, but could be chocolate, but isn't a bar. I really love peanut butter M&Ms. Ooh, <laughs> peanut butter M&Ms are really good. They're ridiculous. Like I'll eat way too many of them. <laughs> I just had some like last week and I got like a share, a share pack. And I was oh. like, it was not shared. Yeah, that's dangerous. My favorite candy bar is probably Milky Way Midnight. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a re- Oh, sorry. Milky Way Midnight or Fast Break, Reese's Fast Break. Oh, that's love. still around, huh? Yeah. That feels like a very a 2000s candy bar. Yes. <laughs> Whenever I find it, though, it's almost always king size. And I'm like, I do not need a king size. But what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? When you get a share size M&M's of peanut butter M&M's, you just go for it. When you get a king size Fast Break, you just go for it. You got to do it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the very Thanks, end. Thanks, you guys. And we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> bye bye. This episode of the How Do You Drew podcast was researched and produced by Ashley and Ann from thedrewseum.com with help from our sponsor, Positive Medium. Special thanks to Matt Costa for our lovely theme song, Roxy Prima for our adorable logo, and last but not least, Drew Barrymore and all the Drewbies who love her. We do this for you. Thank Thank you. you.